You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. QL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe Deere, and Oxford with you on a Thursday NFL draft tonight. We just put out our mock draft, our first and only one. We'll get tonight's NBA card, including the Sixers trying not to blow a 3-0 lead. NBA coming up, and then we'll dive back into a ton of draft. Our favorite props plays, some guests coming up as well. But right now we wanted to uh, we wanted to have some fun with uh, the draft history and, and do a draft of our favorite draft moments. Like there are so many. I found a video over the weekend of Mel Kuyper against the Colts GM when they were just yeah. like, who the hell is Mel Kuyper? And the guy's like, my postman <laughs> knows more than Mel Kuyper. He didn't have season tickets. Like, there's, Bill Tobin. There's, Bill Tobin, Bill right? Tobin, yes. Uh, I guess that was, what, mid-90s? Because that was a Trent Dilfer draft. Yes. Yes. Yeah. They, uh, they took Trev Alberts? Yes. And then Kuyper <laughs> thought they should have drafted Trent Dilfer, which in retrospect, he was not a franchise quarterback, but he did win a Super Bowl and the Colts took a linebacker. So I guess Mel wins that one. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's go around and and name, you know, drafts because there's so many. It's, it's going to hard to match. We're going to steal each other's. But our favorite NFL draft moments. Joe, you want to start us off? Am I cheating if I go with that? Because that's my favorite. Go for it. It's the best. Okay. I've got to go Mel Kuyper versus Bill Tobin. Who the hell is Mel Kuyper? And maybe the best part is that Bill Tobin used the word postman. Who the hell over the last 50 years has called – what is it, the mail person? Is the mail here? That's a, Yeah. Who says postman? That's like a throwback to leave it to Beaver or whatever. Yes. Like those days. Um, that's awesome. And every year – on ESPN, that's the reason I'll watch ESPN. But after that, I'm going to flip off because I saw, I think Mike Greenberg's doing it. Like, all of a sudden, whatever. Uh, I, don't yeah, like, out. <laughs> I don't like the ESPN coverage. So, uh, Kuiper's cool. You've got to have him. It's a tradition. Riddick's okay. Uh, Greeny sucks. Booger sucks. Um, Mortensen, like, is he still an insider? Like, I don't even understand. I don't understand. Um, and then ABC... Why am I doing this? I'm sorry. <laughs> but without Herb Street, ABC's going to stink. You know? And they, um, they split up McShane Kuyper, by the way. Is that right? Yes, they did. This is dumb. Another dumb yeah. thing. Yeah, what their chemistry doing? plays off each other well. They should be together. All right. Uh, anyways, the 1-1 is Mel Kuyper versus Bill Tobin. I can't wait for them to replay that uh, tonight. And while it is cool that they're in Vegas, I wish they were in New York because we're going to have four opportunities for Giants and Jets fans to freak out in the top ten. <laughs> yes. Aaron, you want to go next? Favorite draft moments? I don't – I mean, this one isn't as fun, but the Jeremy Tunsil weed 
gas, gas mask. mask. It was which just she's now crazy. selling as an NFT. Did you guys see, talk about this? Yes. I think yes. that's why I got to take it at the top because it's come full circle. He's selling it as an NFT, but we all remember the images of the gas mask, how we fell in the draft <laughs> because of it. And now it's like legal everywhere too. I mean, it's just the yeah. whole thing is so weird. It's just really that's weird. It's a good one. I like that. I had it, it on the list. And it became this, the story of the draft. It's one of those stories that like we'll tell our kids one day if they like the draft or watch football, like this happened. And it just seems crazy, right? Like this isn't that big of a deal, but it became just the biggest story of that draft. It was. And, like, people didn't want to touch him. Who took him? The Dolphins? Dolphins. Yeah. Yeah. How, yeah, they would. I mean, th thinking, <laughs> thinking back now, how dumb is it? And where we are with legalization, how dumb is it that Warren Sapp, what did he, did he fall for something similar? It was marijuana. Yeah. What was, what the Brandy Moss fall? What was that for? There was there wasn't there some sort of altercation when he was at Marshall. I, I think I don't think he did anything wrong, but he was, was like wrong place, wrong time. Was okay. it was a fight or something? They were worried about his character. I mean, that's what this always is, right? Character, character. Yeah. character issues. Right. right, right, right. Um, but yeah, it is silly to look back at who, now. But who was the player, uh, Joe G, a couple years ago that a, a allegedly fought with some Eagles front office people, and I think the Commanders was that guy running back. Yes. Yeah. Serious guy. I remember. But, but wait, but ha didn't he turn out to actually have character issues? He got. In yes. He's no longer in the league. Yeah. The story was. Yeah. The story was he came to uh, visit the Eagles and something happened and he almost something like, happened and he lied as he fired his agent. All this yeah. stuff happened and the commanders took him and he was a fan favorite in the beginning. And then things started trickling out about him having problems behind the scenes. It's just interesting. To, like when you hear about this character stuff, does it end up being true or not true? You know, and Sometimes. I think it's probably a mixed bag, but, you know, uh, some, you hear stuff like that and nobody knew exactly what happened with him and the Eagles. And then so I was like, uh-oh. Ian Rapport, Rapport reported there was a shouting match between Geis and, and the Eagles. And, and a person involved called the worst pre-draft interview he's ever seen. Can you imagine you go for a job interview and you start yes. yelling at him. I heard it. Then he Leave was fighting you. with Jay Gruden when he came here. Like, so it, it was just a nonstop thing. But anyways, you know what? Listen, sometimes waste of another pick. <laughs> sometimes they go too far on character issues. But if you're yelling at your Almost bosses during an interview. an interview. Yeah, maybe you do have a character issue that we're, we we got to work on here. Right. All right, I'll I'll go with this one. And I I was uh, I was on the Daily Tip this morning, and they they were playing draft moments. They were kind of playing some audio of what we're talking about here, and they played me in with the Jets passing on Dan Marino in 1983. And my favorite part of the audio is there's Jets because it obviously used to happen in New York City. Mm -hmm. There's a Jets fan trying to convince himself that this is the right decision, even though he knows it's not, because they took Ken O'Brien over Dan Marino. And this poor guy is like, well, I mean, the Jets obviously must know something that we don't know and everyone else doesn't know that they're probably right on this. <laughs> I'm listening to this like, no, the Jets don't know anything. The Jets passed on no. Dan Marino. I I saw a, a compilation of first-round draft picks of the Jets, oh, and amazing. holy crap, I'm like, really? How dumb do you have to be? And it wasn't that long ago. We were all like so football stupid. Like, oh, oh yeah, drafting Kyle Brady, Johnny Mitchell. That makes sense in the first Kyle round. Kyle Brady <laughs> over Warren Sapp. 
the, the, right, I think yeah. the audio of that one is the crowd just chanting, we want sap. And then yep. Paul Tagliabue, the New York Jets select Kyle Brady, tight end, <laughs> Penn State. Yeah, he was the ninth pick overall that year, yeah, by the basically. way. Ninth pick. Was that 96, 95? That was 95. 92 was Johnny Mitchell, number 15 <laughs> overall. 91 was Browning Nagel. <laughs> It's not that surprising me to think about the Jets haven't won a Super Bowl in, in a million Blair years. Blair Thomas, number two pick. Blair Thomas. Oh, the oh Jets man. so good. The Jets so are good. just, just the Are you going yeah, again, Joe? With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Uh, sure. Yes, I'll go again. Okay, so I, I went with uh, the Jets passing on Dan Marino, the crowd losing their minds. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take one that is a local one for me. It's, it's still famous here in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. What uh, Angelo Cataldi deemed the Dirty 30. He took a bus full of 30 Eagles fans up to New York in 1999 to boo the selection of Donovan McNabb. You guys are trash. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are the worst. The whole city wanted Ricky Williams, who turned out to be really good, but obviously Donovan was the right pick. Andy Reid knew what he was doing. Donovan was the right pick. That's the way the league was going. You take a quarterback at number two, and he was a good quarterback. But the, the craziest part is, I don't think Donovan McNabb ever recovered from it. He always was uncomfortable mm. in Philadelphia. Always. Yeah. He, he never felt like he belonged or was wanted. And I think it started because a group of fans. I wonder why. Him. I wonder why. These losers that drove up to New York <laughs> to boo him when they made the right decision. Amazing. 30-30. <laughs> Dirty thirty. It was it really just you guys? Was that where all the booing came from? Not you. Yeah. You weren't. Well, there, yeah, it was. Group. It was the, the morning show on WIP and their group of the group of listeners. It was a whole bus full. They, they still yeah. call into the station, and that's what they refer to themselves as, like Jason from the Dirty Thirty. It's been twenty five years. <laughs> Joe O saying you guys like you were on the bus, Joe G. Like, right, I wasn't. <laughs> I, I wasn't in eighth grade or high school or whatever. I was. Would that have shocked anybody? <laughs> it wouldn't shock me. <laughs> I, I, Joe G, were you booing at home? Honestly, uh, I wanted. I, I thought Ricky Williams was the pick. Yeah, I, yeah, you did. Yeah. Oh, so, like, okay. remember though, it was 1999. Andy Reid was ahead of the curve. Running yeah. backs were still a thing in the top five. I remember when I was at Arizona State. I would see McNabb at the gym in the off season. He must have lived out there and trained out there in the summer or something, but. Was always by himself working out. All right, am I up? Yes. Yep. 
So this one has come full circle for me, but I didn't like Eli for a long time when he said he was going to sit out an entire year because he didn't want the Chargers to draft him. He's grown on me since, but that was the ultimate boss move. Just like pretty much controlling your future and narrative. It rubbed me the wrong way when I was younger. I was like, this guy, who does he think he is? Uh Now I like Eli, but uh, that is a memorable moment for me personally. I I will never forget that that draft. I attended that draft. I went with my friends. Oh, four. We went just to watch the draft that day. And it's funny that he ended up with the giants because people were chanting Eli sucks when he was standing up there because he was a heel, right? He was a bad guy. Yeah. He was the bad guy in that draft. Uh, it was that- hard to get over that as a fan. Like, not, I'm not even a Giants fan or an Eli fan, and he's grown on me a lot since, but I, I always didn't like him because of that. One of the, um, the most or his, the or his dad Or his dad told him, we're going to go right. up there, they're going to boo us, but we're going to get out of here. And then One he was fun. asked about it, and he said he forgot why he didn't want to go there. And I think recently he opened up more about it since he's been retired, but – yeah. Just, well, come on. One of the most uncomfortable photos ever in the draft is him holding up his number one Chargers jersey with that fake smile mm-hmm. on. Because <laughs> like he knew. <laughs> He's never playing for that team. Nope. It's a good one. The fake smile. <laughs> I could go a million ways here. I've got a long list. Um, all right. First <laughs> off, that same McNabb, how do we not tell the full story? Mike Dicka. Oh my God. The whole draft. <laughs> The traded whole the whole draft and a one and three next year. Traded a one, a three, a five, and a six, and a one and three the following year because he was convinced that Ricky Williams was Walter Payton. That's how <laughs> behind the time. No, seriously. And then the 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 dreadlock wigs that he was wearing in all the pictures, the wedding photo for ESPN the magazine in the wedding dress with with McNair, like the whole thing. There were idiots here that became Saints fans for a year because Mike Dicka went to New Orleans, or at least they, they were faking that. I, I, I'm i sorry. I got to cheat. I got to throw one more in. I don't know if we have time for another, another round, but just because of how we all feel about him now, don't you just smile when you see the Aaron Rodgers slide? That's on my list oh, of draft picks. Oh, yes. man. So good. Yes. He was squirming in that green room. He hated That's it. So good. I also love Russell Wilson's ex-wife, that crazy face. Oh, yes. <laughs> Why is there a link in the chat that's like what is it's 20 pages the, long? It's the image of Ditka and Ricky Williams. I just got anxiety looking at that link. <laughs> With the NBA next right here on BeckQL Daily. Bitcoin. <laughs> These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.